What's up, guys? You should be watching our Twitch every Monday and Wednesday at twitch.com slash daydreaming media. And you should be telling your friends, unless you're in a big money league, then fuck them. Welcome into the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ. You guys can follow me on Twitter at JJ Daydreamers. With me, I have Ryan. What's up, guys? You know the Twitter, R-O-K-K-O. Rocko, Rocko, Rock. Daydreamer, check me out there. And Keone. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody of all denominations. Oh boy, it's another week in the fantasy football sphere, and it's going to be another week of me probably tweeting up things. You know, trades are done, but you can see me trading in the the my the fingerprints as I'm speedily typing away all the tweets that are going to be coming out this football weekend exclusively on Twitter at Daydreamer Keone brought it around and if you want to see keone dance mm-hmm. uh, go ahead and head over to our social media at ff daydreamers uh, it's, a, it's a good video you guys should go watch it and follow us while you're on the page so. producer ian on the ones and twos with us today thank you producer ian let's get into some news Raiders running back Josh Jacobs will be getting limited practice, if any, dealing with his calf strain, the same strain he was dealing with before uh, last week's game, where he was the running back one on the week. Yeah, um, that's that's what made like, you know, it's like, oh, he had this last week and then, you know, he he ran off like they gave him a little break at the end of the fourth quarter and then he proceeds to, you know, break overtime happens. <laughs> yeah, he proceeds to break like. Vegas or you know Raiders records for p- total scrimmage yards I guess at the position or whatever but yeah he had a good game just to say the least so I'm not too worried about this Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers plans on playing this week big old eye roll Boo. yeah but I think they might gonna win playing the Bears so yeah Bubs stats he still owns them mm. Patriots wide receiver Jacoby Myers says he uh, will play against the Bills on Thursday night that's tonight's game. Good, good for him. Yeah. Staying away from uh, starting Jacoby Myers. Probably. I'll probably only go with, if you have him, uh, Stevenson on the Agreed. Patriots. And yeah. otherwise, mm, stay away. Steelers running back Najee Harris did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, he was ruled out of Monday night's game rather early. Still not practicing. Hmm. Warren, Did you guys see anything that, on Jalen Warren? Uh, Warren is was a full participant at practice on Wednesday. Oh, damn. So he's back. He's looking like he's going to play. He says he's playing, so whatever that means to you. Um, <laughs> is he someone you would add, looking at if Najee actually yeah, Harris, doesn't go? Is Harris he is gone. I can see Snell and, and Warren <sighs> getting like a on, committee. Bro. As a Steeler yeah. fan, we know what Snell is, bro. Get him out of there. <laughs> yeah, like, fair. Change of pace, relieve back, but like he doesn't need to be more than that. I think Warren could be a flex play. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. JJ's got Tomlin on the line, be like, push Warren. I agree. Push. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like him. Mm. 
Jets running back Michael Carter is dealing with a low ankle sprain. He is considered day to day at the moment. I'm, I'm just, I get, there's so many people now moving teams. I think, you know, with the Jets and the Jags is, it's just, I can't, I can't remember who plays on, on which team. Is it like, is it Daryl Henderson or is it? Daryl Henderson was on the Jags. James Robinson. James Robinson. Scratch last week. I think he's going to be Knight, uh, the running back there for the Wayne, Jets. Wayne Knight, <laughs> the, the dark the Knight? actor. Oh, it's <laughs> like the the actor uh, in in Space Jam and Jurassic Park. Oh, what's his and, first name? What Knight? Really not. I think it's Zonovan or something. Yeah, Zonovan Knight. That's what it is. And, uh, I think he'll be the the one there. Um, just because, you know, Robinson, a healthy scratch, doesn't seem to fit in. I don't think I would. I don't think. Would you start him? Mm, no. Okay. I, I think if anybody, if you're going to start anybody from the Jets, maybe as a streamer, Mike White, dun, 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 um, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, yeah. Maybe Elijah Moore now that he's, you know, getting the ball thrown to him. Um, other than that. I think those are the big three. That'll do it for the news. Let's get into some start sit questions. You've got questions. We've got answers. So if you guys have any questions, you guys can send them, send them to us on our social media, DMS at FF Daydreamers on all social media or uh, on Twitch Monday and Wednesday nights. We're live. You guys can come slide in the chat. Ask us your fantasy football questions. So, first question. Jeff Wilson at San Francisco or Tony Pollard versus the Indianapolis Colts? Pollard. Uh, the San Francisco defense is something different right now. And I know Jeff Wilson has been good on the Dolphins. And I know he knows his defense. I get it. But I think this game is going to be through the air. If the Dolphins win, Jeff Wilson is not going to be the guy I'm starting to speak. Give me Pollock. I will. I agree with that. I think Jeff Wilson, you know, it's the top run defense in the league. Um, it's a revenge game for him. But like Ryan said, I think it's going to go through the air. I think this, I think the Miami, if anything, Jeff Wilson is going to set up the pass, but I don't think he's going to get, you know, near the end zone. Um, and even if he does, I think that front line and that, that pass rush or whatever from the 49ers is probably going to, Make them scared or stop them. Um, he would and, need like six receptions, I think, <laughs> to be fantasy relevant this week. I, I just, I mean, they haven't allowed a score in the second half of games. The last That's games. the thing is, Jeff Wilson is relying on touchdowns so much. Mm-hmm. He scored a touchdown every single week he's been with the Dolphins. I just don't know what the likelihood of that happening against San Francisco is. So I'm going to go with you guys and I'm going to go Pollard here. Yeah. I think Pollard as well, I think, has a better chance of breaking off for a a touchdown. Yeah. Against Indianapolis. All right. So we unanimous. Tony Pollard. Next question. Tua Tungavailoa at San Francisco, the quarterback for the Dolphins, or Geno Smith at the Los Angeles Rams. Keone, why don't you take this one? Uh, I feel like this one, I feel like he picked this one just to make me uncomfortable. And, you know, this is a real Sophie's choice for me. Um, 
you know, Tua has the tougher matchup versus the 49ers, which is just a, a great defense. Um, low key, though, I think this is a potential Super Bowl preview for later this season. Um, just saying, throwing it out there now. Um, he is the better quarterback, objectively, I, th- I think, um, at least right now, um, especially since he has not lost a game that he has started and finished uh, this year. But that pass rush um, and overall defense is just so good. Meanwhile, to be cons- uh, to be consistent with I'm going with uh, something I'm going to talk about later, um, the Seahawks Rams game I think is going to be very ground heavy. Um, at least from the Seahawks side, um, I, that means less fantasy points for Geno. So I love them both. They have they both have a special place in my heart. Um, but despite the bad matchup, I think the quote unquote undefeated streak um, for Tua stays alive, just barely maybe. But I think it stays alive. I think they find a way to 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 beat the uh, the Forty ers and it'll be through the air. So it'll be ugly, but I believe in the Samoan slingshot. I'm going to go. Damn. Uh, I want to say Gino. I do think Gino's going to score more points, but I'm so scared because Jalen Ramsey is still there to cover DK Metcalf. Um, but Aaron Donald's out. Give me Gino. Yeah. I think this one is, this one's really tough. Because both top tier streaming options this season. I mean, lot, neither of these guys probably drafted in many places. Tua gonna have to pass the ball against San Francisco, but that defense is nasty. Gino probably not gonna have to pass that much against the Rams. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with Gino Smith here. San Francisco's defense is just so good. They could, you know, hold well, the the Dolphins to fourteen points or so, so I'll go with Gino. Take a take a shot down the sideline to Lockett. Mm. He does throw beautiful passes to Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Just, I love it. All right, so we go Gino Smith there, just barely though. Last question: Brian Robinson at the New York Giants or Juju Smith Schuster at Cincinnati? This one's tougher. Um, this is not a terrible matchup for Robinson who faces the Giants who are smack dabble in the middle of run defenses Um, they have allowed they've also allowed over 150 yards to running backs in the past two weeks each of the past two weeks and five touchdowns over that same span meanwhile uh, Robinson is averaging over 17 carries per game over the last two games and 91 y- total yards um, per per game. I think, sorry, 17 touches, I believe. Um, 91 total yards per game, though, um, in the past two. Smith-Schuster, I believe, is coming out of concussion protocol, um, but faces a d- potentially tough Cincinnati defense. You know, they can, they've shown up at times. Um, so it depends on if you think this is going to be a shootout or not, which it could be. Um, but they've been a top 10 defense versus receivers. I'm going to go with Brian Robinson because I'm going to take the hot hand versus the cold team. I'm going to go Juju. I think this game is a Travis Kelsey and Juju game. Patrick Mahomes, so that's going to be the first two looks. 
uh, you're right. Last week, he did come off the discussion. Kind of seemed like they didn't care about the game that much. I mean, they had like what they were in the red zone like six times, only had one touchdown or something. It, the Chiefs' offense wasn't going. This is a big game, a revenge game for the Chiefs. Also, major for playoff uh, playoff seating. I think this is a one-two. Travis Kelsey, Juju, Patrick Mahomes uses his legs. Give me Juju. Brian Robinson, two weeks ago against Houston, a team you can run all over, does virtually nothing. And then last week against Atlanta, a team you can throw all over. He runs all over them. I mean, yeah, he had a receiving touchdown. So, yeah, you could still count that, I guess. Towards it. But I don't know what to do with this guy. Does he run good against bad defenses or run good against... Well, I guess Atlanta's not a good defense. But, um, so I really, it's really so up and down for Brian Robinson. Meanwhile, Juju, we know what he is. Patrick Mahomes gives him the ball. He's going to be good. If he doesn't, well, it could go to five other people. So, uh, kind of taking your shot there. I'll take the upside with Juju. Playing against Cincinnati, uh, I think that there's going to be some targets to go around, and maybe a touchdown to throw in. So, yeah, I'll go. I'll go with Ju- Juju. So Juju barely wins out there in that last question as well. Now to do it for the questions, let's move on to our next segment: No Flex Zone. Hey! No Flex Zone. Hey! No Flex Zone. Hey! They know. All right, so who is a player people might be thinking about flexing this week that you're saying to stay away from Bencham instead? We've said it a lot this year. Amari Cooper. It's plain and simple. It's an away game for the Cleveland Browns. If we follow the pattern, one's a point, two's a line, three's a trend. If we follow that philosophy, Cooper does not perform in well in games where they have to fly. So this the caveat, little asterisk there, you know, because the game versus Buffalo, which was in Detroit, the Browns drove to that game. They rode the bus. Um, the trend still stands. Um, even though the Texans are a very bad team, the Browns are likely to get up early on them and just run the ball with. And if if um, Nick Chubb, if the Chubb train, you know, is slowing down on the track, they're just going to put in Kareem Hunt and he's probably going to do just as well. So why would they need to pass the ball in this game? Um, the Texans are also somehow a top five defense versus the receiver in this year. Um, they're allowing under the league average by three points per game. Um, they've also only allowed four touchdowns to receivers this year and no more than one to the position in a game in 2022. So I say follow the trend and keep keep Cooper on the bench for this away game this week. Um, Someone Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I apologize. My, I apologize. You go ahead. Uh, someone I am not playing this week. Devin Singletary, running back oh, so for fuck the you because that was my my pick, and you picked mm. him first. <laughs> so you know that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I mean I think it's a, a pretty good pick playing against New England. New England is a, a Pretty good defense against uh, the running back position. They've only given up one touchdown to the running back position all season. And Devin Singletary is 
you know, he's on a really good team. He's been very up and down. He's the running back 23 on the season right now. And it's just that his highs are so high. He has three finishes inside the top 12, four finishes inside the top 15. But he also has three finishes outside the top 38. Um, he's sitting right around, you know, running back 24 to 36 is where he finishes most week, which averages out to a top two running back, you know, top 24 running back on the end of the season. But week to week, you don't know if you can play him. Singletary has been pretty good some weeks, but against New England, I I really don't want to play him. I'm trying to stay away. I think it's going to be a Josh Allen game. So here, if this says anything, folks, all three of us were thinking about Devin Singletary for this for this segment. So that should say something about not playing him this week. Yeah, great pick. Um, I'm gonna start off with DK Metcalf going against the Rams. Listen, Aaron Je- Aaron Donald's gone. There's two pieces left: Jalen Ramsey and uh, what's his name? Bobby Wagner. I forgot his name for a second. Left that defense. Yeah. <laughs> that have any real, you know, anything online. Basically just pride and legacy. DK Metcalf last four games versus the Rams in regular season. Uh, less than five receptions, less than 60 yards and 0.5 touchdowns. It's just not a great matchup for him. Lock it. Uh, I can see Noah Fant. I can see the run game all get going and maybe DK Metcalf sneaks in the end zone, but. I just think he's a touchdown dependent wide receiver too right now for this game. Um, my second no flex zone player is Latavius Murray. I was thankful for him last week, but this Denver offense looks really bad. Um, you know, the Ravens are a top 10 run defense this year. We all know the woes of the Broncos have had on offense. And while Murray has been good, the past few weeks, he needs a touchdown, I think, to be a value at this flex spot. And the Ravens defense has only allowed four touchdowns this year to running backs. And they've kept the position out of the end zone in the past three weeks that they have played because there's a bye week in there. Um, I like Murray. He's a good player, but this I hate this offense. <laughs> and they will likely have to abandon the run at some point to try and get to their 16 points. Uh, in a game. I feel like that's their milestone um, while still losing. Um, this defense seems to be mad at Russ. I'm mad at Russ. Everybody who loves football should be mad at Russ. Um, and you can only stay neutral for so long. And so I think it's going to be a down week for, for Murray, unfortunately. I got Traylon Burks as my second no-flex zone player. The last two weeks have been fantastic for Traylon Burks, averaging seven targets, 5.5 receptions, 90.5 yards, which is where he gets you, and a half a touchdown. Not a receiving touchdown, but he got a touchdown. <laughs> Those down-the-field plays where Burks, go, Burks goes up and gets the ball, goes and gets it, that, that pass from Tannehill, they've been amazing. And... While he looks to be the wide receiver one when he's on the field and on those plays, he's still third in snaps amongst wide receivers on his team. Robert Woods and Nick Westbrook-Akinum are both playing 75% plus of the snaps, while Traylon Burks still hasn't seen 70% of the snaps all season. The Titans also play the Eagles this week, a very stout defense 
only only allowing 57% of passes to be completed, second best only to the Giants. Meanwhile, you Loki can run on the Eagles, giving up over a thousand yards on the ground already, and one of only seven teams to give up double-digit touchdowns to the running back position. Everyone knows this Titans team still goes through King Henry, just a smash mouth, run first team entering December. It's Henry's favorite time of the year. I mean, I don't know whether it's snowball fights or sledding or or just waking up to fresh snowfall. He loves December. So while while Burks is a valuable fantasy asset going forward, I am avoiding playing him this week. All right. Uh, my last guy, there's a no-flex zone, Adam Thielen. Going against the Jets this weekend, the Jets are a top three defense uh, in receiving yards allowed to the wide receivers and receptions allowed to the wide receivers. And they're in the top 10 of receiving touchdowns allowed to the wide receivers. I think this game could be a low-scoring affair. The fact is, is that uh, I think Cook could maybe get on the ground a little bit. And I think it's just Jefferson game. But I think that this cornerback duo, this defense that the Jets have could slow down everyone else. All right, let's get into some bold predictions. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. So we're just going to have some fun here on the podcast. We're going to throw out some predictions for week 13. And producer Ian is going to come on and rate him for us, whether he thinks they're boring, he thinks they're doable, he thinks that's a spicy one, or whatever. Uh, let's, let's just have some fun. I'm starting this shit out. Derrick Henry <laughs> under 50 yards and no re- uh, no receive or rushing touchdown. Fuck Derrick Henry. We like the Whoa. cold too, motherfuckers. Ah. Is that your real prediction or is this just well, now it is. I like it. You know what? I like it. I like it. My other prediction was Deontay Johnson catches a touchdown versus Atlanta, which he hasn't done in 94 targets. He literally doesn't have a single touchdown, but you know what? Let me root, root for the Eagles. And let me say, fuck Derrick Henry. Under fifty receipt, uh, sorry, fifty or less rushing yards and no touchdown. I could put a bet on that if you would like. No, I don't want to bet okay. on it. This is bold prediction. That's why I had to. I had to throw it out there. See, see how uh, bold of a prediction. He might have that in the first quarter, but fuck it. I'm saying he doesn't have it all game, baby. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say that is a very spicy one. Uh, that is. Honestly, uh, extremely bold of you. Be careful, though. It's spicy. Derrick Henry, and this will be December now officially, is like, uh, it's the hot cocoa and toe socks he loves. I know it is. It's okay. And this team team really runs through him. So I think that that is probably might be the boldest take of uh, this segment so far. Unless somebody says something fucking absolutely wild. Under fifty yards, 50 I don't think or so. Under. And 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 the touchdown. Did you say fifty or a hundred? He's going to get exactly oh. fifty or exactly a hundred. It's going to be fifty or under. Or he's going to have like two hundred and fifty yards and four touchdowns. <laughs> I could believe the no touchdown. I can't. I don't. I don't think I can believe the under fifty. Wild. That's mm. that is hey. wild. 
Don't be using this as a breakout video. Fuck you, Ian. I know you're trying to hear <laughs> stupid out here. <laughs> I, this might be I'm the Instagram post that shit video. to Monday. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Just never post it. <laughs> All right, I got I got a bullet prediction because I went spicy. I don't know I don't know if I could beat that one, but all right, I got Mike Evans, wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, going up against the Saints. He's going to have three or less receptions, pretty pretty normal, but he's still going to be a top twelve fantasy wide receiver on the week. Do you want to go more in depth? Do you think he's going to be like? Three for three touchdowns. Oh well, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna have to do something crazy. Three for two touchdowns, or you know, well, two do you think he can be like receptions and a touchdown? You think he's gonna recreate that Randy Moss game where it was like three for one fifty and <laughs> nah, three nah, touchdowns? Nah. Uh, it depends. If if Lattimore is there, no. That's why I think this one is could be crazy because if Lattimore plays, Lattimore is known to shut Mike Evans down. Yeah. Um, which if he doesn't play, mm. Mike Evans might get more than three receptions. Yeah, that's I, the other thing. Is if he doesn't I, play, I think the boldness of this is still being top twelve with three or less. But if there's a player in the NFL that can do it and do it consistently, it's Mike Evans. Uh, this one's bold, but it's still not as bold as I think Ryan's. Ryan's oh, fandom yeah. really Ryan shined dropped through. that out of nowhere. I know bro. he should have done that one last. I know. Come on, bro. <laughs> you know, I'm a spare for moment type of guy. I didn't study in high school. I'm not studying for this. Build the whole moment of the of the segment. Really, I was just trying to build you guys up so you guys get even wilder. No. All right, Keone, let's hear you guys. Come on, bro. My name is Ryan Wild Williams. You don't think I can Mm. drop wild shit down? So, I I did like I had arguments prepared with mine just because how we do all our other things, but I'll just start with the with the with the thing. I think Kenneth Walker, as I alluded to earlier in a way, I think Kenneth Walker of the Seattle Seahawks will have three touchdowns and over 100 yards versus the Rams. <laughs> Lukewarm. <laughs> it's, 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 it's bold because three touchdowns is hard yeah. for any NFL player, but I can see it. Can it, I give you my argument? Yeah, go ahead. Give me the argument. Uh, I can see it happening. Between the departure of Aaron Donald due to injury, which apparently is the first time he's missed a game due to injury in his career, um, and the big playmaking ability that Walker has, I think he has the potential to take advantage of a Rams defensive line that is missing its best weapon. Basically, the team's best weapon. Walker is a guy who plays better with a larger volume, and I think the Seahawks use the Donald departure to tee up on a lot of runs in his three games with over 20 carries. He is averaging 5.37 yards per carry compared to his games with under 20 carries, which is averaging 4.26 yards per carry, which is still really good. Um, I think they repeatedly attack the hole and he can break off tackles of guys like Jalen Ramsey. You know, just look at that Debo Samuel footage, you know, where he made Ramsey look like a fool. Uh, and of the others in the secondary. The Rams have been a top 10 rushing defense so far, um, allowing only six touchdowns to running backs. So he'll get half of that in this game. And they've only had two games over 100 yards in this season to running backs. However, if the Rams are not morally defeated already, Walker 
I think Kenneth Walker will act like Bane this week and say, Oh, yes, I was wondering what would break first, your spirit or your body? As he finally destroys the spines of the reigning Super Bowl champs. Yeah. I, I mostly wanted to do it just for that Bane impression. So I'm proud of you, bud. I'm happy <laughs> for you. you. Um, I can see it all happening. It's just the three touchdowns <laughs> is hard for any NFL player to get. You said two touchdowns. I would I would have said this is not a bold take at all. Yeah, that's it's why I said three. Yeah. Three? Yeah, it's yeah. a little bold. All of these yeah, should be at least a little bold. Yeah. Yeah, no. All right, Ryan, what's your next one? All right, Trevor Lawrence. 400 passing yards, three touchdowns versus Detroit. They go with, they win back to back games. And that's it. Oh, 0% bold. This is, this is what I actually believe. 400 passing yards, I think, is the boldest part. Yeah, that's the hard part. That's the hard part. But little sneak peek, I I started writing my DFS, um, article for this week, and Trevor Lawrence was my initial one, but he was slightly too expensive. All right, fine. And I was literally going to say, it like, up. fuck it. Trevor Lawrence, 450 yards. Okay, passing that's, that's really good. And oh my God. four passing and touchdowns, six one rushing touchdown. touchdown. No, okay, that's just too much, <laughs> Five Brett. Total that's, t- <laughs> that's too much. No, 400, 400 is bold. 400 is hard to get. It's a big number to get. Um, but I really like this one. I didn't like your Derrick Henry one. I, I just can't. I can't agree with that one. That's why it's so bold. This one I can get real behind and be like, hell yeah. Let's see it. Let's oh, see yeah. it to you. This is 403. Yeah. It would be career high in passing yards. Yeah, no. It, it's not yeah. an easy feat to get. No, no. Yeah. yeah. Let's just play Detroit. You're hoping for a shootout, to be honest. Let's go Zay Jones. All right. Uh, my other bold prediction the Bills lose Thursday night to the Patriots and go winless against AFC East division rivals on the year. And Rondre Stevenson so, so catches 20 passes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one I think is more bold than the Derrick Henry. Dang. I think the fact that you're saying that the Bills have six losses all to no, no, the no. go winless up to this point <laughs> yeah. this oh week 13 prediction oh, they lo- oh. the prediction is they lose thursday night they oh. have already lost they've already lost oh. to the dolphins and the jets, jets once yeah they play the patriots this week and then they go back to back jets and dolphins and then they play the patriots again so this is their third division opponent afc west or afc east opponent this will be their third loss if they lose. Oh, so you're not. So this isn't saying that they're going to lose to the right. AFC East the whole year. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they that that's <laughs> no. bold. That's a yeah. real bold one. If you're saying they're going zero and six in division. <laughs> well, I'm uh, no, no. They will go zero and three so far in the division. Yeah. Oh, they will not. They will I not finish above five hundred in the division. Are they at? Are they at uh, New England? I actually don't know that. I don't, I don't remember. I, I, I think it is. I believe it's I want it. Yeah. Uh, so well, still, yeah, still. 
a little bold, but I, I can see it. They've kind of they've been dropping random games that they probably shouldn't be dropping. And uh, anytime you have to go into New England, it's a hard game. Plus, it's a Thursday night. Thursday night is it's just like it's kind of a toss up. All all normalcy goes out the window on Thursday nights. So I, I don't see it being that bold. Hmm. I don't think I'd make the bet. I don't think I'd bet on the Patriots, but you know, as a good American, I can't bet on the Patriots. It's hard. <laughs> so now, if you want to say zero oh, and six, you want to say they lose all division games. They, that means they lose what four in a row, mm. or no, they lose or, well, three in a row. Yeah, yeah, that one would be very spicy. And then they play in Buffalo in Week 18 against the Patriots. Could be a real That's snowy game. Yeah, but the Patriots aren't playing for anything at that point. Meanwhile, the Bills actually might be. Oh, they could be playing, playing, playing for a playoff spot. Yeah. Uh, the whole AFC East right now is, I think, in playoffs. If it ended today, or at least they're near playoffs. Hmm. So, that one's not bad. County, what's your last one? All righty. <clears throat> Jameis Winston will play in this game. And throw two touchdowns to Chris Olave in the second half alone. Manifesting. So, this is what's going to happen. We're rooting for it. This is what's going to happen. It's a big divisional game between the NFC South teams, all under 500. They're all within one win of each other. The Bucks are five and six. The Saints are four and eight. The Red Rifle, Andy Dalton, is firing blanks. And it's time for the crab man, Jameis Winston, to come to Florida and throw some Jameis juju on Tampa Bay. It's a Monday night game in primetime. What's a better time for him to come in and take back the starting spot? Um, and also, you know, get two. Of, Chris Olave only has three touchdowns on the year. So getting two in the second half when Jameis comes in because Andy Dalton, they get they get uh, they go zero. They score zero points in that first half. So that'll be five, six quarters, six quarters without scoring any points, meaning they're in desperation mode and they have to bring in Jameis Winston. And that's when he comes in the second half. Cheers. Well, probably not cheers because it's in Tampa Bay. Um, but he'll, he might, there might be cheers. I don't know. Um, he comes in in the second half, throws two touchdowns to Chris Olave to lead them to a win. At least two touchdowns to Chris Olave. He might throw more, but um, this yeah. this feels like a parlay of things to happen. <laughs> not only does Jameis have to play, but then he has to pass two touchdowns. Not only does he have to pass two touchdowns, they both have to be to Olave, and then they have to win. It's just like it's just too much. I think it's very bold, um, and I think the Olave two touchdowns. If you just said that alone, regardless of quarterback, I think that's a good one. That's a good take. Mm. We can manifest that the Jameis Winston coming in and throwing two touchdowns. <laughs> they seem to just not want Jameis. Yeah. That's the problem. Andy Dalton injury is the only way that this happens. Yeah. And that's think, the only problem. I don't know. I know. So but I, I think the out though, the possible, the other, like the only other out besides an injury, of course, is that, it's six scoreless, uh, you know, quarters. That's uh, they don't that's, seem to care. <laughs> they don't like. I understand what you're saying. They should. They just don't seem to. So 
what is more likely, Andy Dalton getting injured or Derrick Henry getting injured? Because I think that determines what is more bold. Oh, Derrick Henry is going to be healthy the whole game. <laughs> but he's still oh, going to score. He's he's and Dr. Wylan Williams over here. <laughs> it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Derrick Henry gets 50 yards and then gets injured. Like he ends the game with 56. <laughs> Two drive, two drives, fifty six hurts his knee like just slightly. Scores a touchdown on one. Yeah, <laughs> eighty yard run, just something stupid like that. That's actually my favorite bold take for me. Uh, Forty five plus yard run from Derrick Henry, first drive of the game, first drive oh. uh, that they're on offense. Um, I think Andy Dalton's more likely to get injured than Derrick Henry. He's just old. Also, if he gets up stumbling one time, the NFL is going to be like, "Yep, put him in protocol." Like he's he's mm-hmm. done. So, uh, yeah, I think overall, Ryan's was probably the most bold. Keone came in at the end with a really bold one too, just because they're they're not playing James Winston for some reason. They still won't. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I think. All right, thank you for helping us with that segment. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast. That'll do it for us here today. Remember, like, subscribe, follow wherever you are listening to this and tell your friends because we're having fun and giving you great fantasy football advice. The playoffs are almost here, so let's make those playoff pushes and let's get some championships placed on the mantle. Follow us on all social media at FF Daydreamers. Our website is fantasydaydreamers.com. You guys can read articles like Ian's DFS article he was talking about. Twitch, twitch.com slash daydream media. Every Monday and Wednesday night, we are here live helping you answering your guys' questions before and after recording this podcast you are listening to right now. Subscribe to our YouTube, Daydream Media. Just go ahead and look us up over there. Subscribe to it. If you guys like seeing our beautiful faces. We appreciate it. Yeah, let us know how you feel. Drop some comments, leave, you know, likes, do all that fun stuff. Click the notification bell so that way you guys never miss whenever we go live or whenever we drop something. And remember, stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.